Hi everyone, Laura here from Tickle.Life, and this is Back to Basics Sex Ed 101. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, our in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing, Lulu? Hey everybody, happy to be here as always to get into our new topic of the day. Yay! Okay, and today's, today's, <laughs> today's topic is actually really cool. We're going to be talking about sexual orientation. We're going to define it, talk about common misconceptions, and dive into understanding attraction. So just as a note, we're going to be dedicating full episodes to different sexual orientations in the future. So for this episode, we're just focused on providing a foundation about sexual orientation generally so we can go into more detail in topics later on so are you ready to dive in lulu i'm ready to dive on into our sexual orientation lesson nice okay so let's start off with the meaning of sexual orientation and i'm going to use a definition provided by planned parenthood here and i'll link to that in our show notes sexual orientation is about who you're attracted to and who you want to have relationships with sexual orientation can include homosexual which would you know incorporate categories of gay and lesbian straight also known as heterosexual bisexual and asexual so what do you think of that definition lulu I think that's good for a basic for our foundation as we were mm-hmm. to start the conversation and to be able to set some groundwork for all the diving in that we're going to be doing later on in future episodes. So I think amazing job. Awesome. <laughs> okay. So let's break down some of the examples that were brought up in the definition of sexual orientations. So we have heterosexual and heterosexual refers to being attracted to someone of a different sex than your own. It's referring to attraction between men and women, but notice that I'm not using the term opposite sex here because biological sex and gender exist on spectrums and are therefore not binary. And this means that there are more than just two. So because there's more than just two, this means that there's no such thing as opposite sex because you can't have an opposite if there's more than just one thing right so the next definition that i'll go into is homosexual homosexuality refers to being attracted to someone of the same sex as your own gay and lesbian fall under the category of homosexuality so then we have the term bisexual and this term sometimes um gives people a little bit of confusion. So I'm going to use the definition from Tickle.Life's glossary, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Bisexual can be used for people who are sexually attracted to people of more than one gender. Men, women, trans folks, intersex folks, or anyone really can identify themselves as bi. Trans in this instance refers to transgender, which means that you do not identify as the sex you were assigned with at birth. And there's a really great video by Abby Tackett that she did for Tickle.Life, um, and it goes into the definition of transgender in more detail, and we'll certainly cover that in more episodes. So we'll link to Abby's video in the show notes. Next up, we have asexual. Asexual is a person who does not experience sexual attraction. And this is the definition provided by asexuality.org. And then we'll be talking about the LGBTQ plus community. So just to kind of break down some of those terms, the L in LGBTQ refers to lesbian, the G refers to gay, the B refers to bisexual, the T refers to trans, and the Q refers to queer and questioning. But there are actually a lot of 
different folks that are represented by the LGBTQ plus community. So the plus part of it means all of the communities that are included in the uh, longer acronym LGBTTQQIAA spectrum. So that's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of different there's a lot of different folks that are represented in this and. LGBTQ uh, represents sexual orientations as well as gender identities. And we'll uh, get more, uh, we'll, we'll come back to what that means because sexual orientation and gender identity sometimes get um, conflated or confused for each other. So we're going to break down um, those differences. Oh, great. Can't wait for us to dive in more so people can feel, get the real meat of the conversation if we were. Right now we're at the appetizer stage. Next, we'll go to our main course and dessert. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I like, I like, I like that uh, analogy. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, some common misconceptions about sexual orientation. Um, as I just talked about before, sexual orientation is not the same thing as gender identity. Gender identity, as is described by an article from Tickle Life by Nimisha. Gender identity is a marker of your own sense of self, and it goes much beyond genitalia and can differ from assigned sex at birth. Sexual orientation is about who you're attracted to. Gender identity is about self-identification. Another misconception about sexual orientation is that some people may think that sexual orientation is a choice when it actually isn't. How and why we are attracted to someone is more complicated than just conscious decision-making. And so to quote mm. Lady Gaga, who sums it up perfectly, <laughs> baby, we were born this way. <laughs> that's a great quote. <laughs> Isn't it? Now that song's going to be stuck in my head. Right? <laughs> I mean, she's the one that's going to say it best. Okay, so the third misconception is that Sexual orientation is something that can be cured. Mm -hmm. Sexual orientation cannot be cured. As I said before, it's not a conscious choice. But for people who think that sexual orientation can be cured, there's something called conversion therapy. And I'm going to put therapy in quotations Ooh. because conversion therapy is actually quite <laughs> detrimental. Um, conversion therapy is any attempt to change a person's sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. And this typically means trying to convert someone to binary understandings of sex and gender and pushing them towards heterosexual. You that cannot awful. <laughs> it's it's absolutely awful. And there are numerous anecdotal accounts of why these types of quote unquote therapies. Can we like a movie to that um, to help our audience? It's called Cheerleader. It's an older okay. movie, but it mm -hmm. is about what we're talking about right now you know, people um, identifying as lesbian or gay and their parents or whoever guardians are just like, no, this is not it. And they send them to these like summer camps to try to mm -hmm. change them. And it was a whole movie about it. It's it, it's a very intense movie. I really enjoy it. Um, you've got a lot from it. I learned quite a bit. RuPaul's in the movie. So that's awesome. Um, but we definitely should link that and people want to go ahead and watch and maybe find it. I'm not sure where it's streaming at right now. But I know it's really a, a really good movie for beginners who want to kind of figure out where they may stand and see that they're not alone in what's happening in the world. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, we'll definitely link to that in our show notes. And the reason I keep getting kind of hung up on the term therapy when we talk about conversion therapy is like, by calling it a therapy, it kind of medicalizes this and gives legitimacy to 
these types of programs when in fact they're not usually informed with like any type of scientific research they're often thought to be considered abusive they're not supported by the medical community at large um they're really just awful programs and and many times are filled with a lot of physical and emotional abuse absolutely Um, yeah so the last part of the misconceptions is sexual and romantic attraction we often conflate sexual and romantic attraction as the same thing, but they're not. We can be sexually and romantically attracted to different people, and each form of attraction operates on their own spectrum, from zero uh, sexual attraction or zero romantic attraction to full sexual or romantic attraction. But they are two different spectrums. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think the great example is being a heterosexual woman and I see another very attractive woman, wow, she looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you hear that um, heterosexual people, that's that's their same-sex crush. If I was into same-sex, that would be my same-sex crush. Almost everybody has one. So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we do that thing. And so, you know, it's nothing wrong. It shouldn't be nothing that we're judged on. The person is you attract to the person doesn't mean you want to have anything physical or think what they present to you looks amazing. Mm-hmm. You're attracted to that. And sometimes, honestly, it's not even like the physical. What the person's aura is, is so attractive. Their confidence, perhaps, the way they carry themselves, you are attracted to that about that person. Mm-hmm. So think about it in that spectrum. Um when we think about um, sexual orientation and attractions and what that means for any of us, really. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think when you talked about attraction to individuals as opposed to their sex or their gender, uh, we're dipping kind of closer into pansexuality, which we'll cover in in another episode. But yeah, we we experience all different forms of attraction and so there are going to be characteristics that like you're attracted to with everyone there are some that are going to be specific to an individual there are some that are going to spur romantic feelings and there are some that are going to spur sexual feelings and it's all totally fine and it's all totally normal absolutely and don't be ashamed of that i mean if you feel like you want to keep to yourself then fine you feel like you want to share you know do what it is that you're going to feel comfortable doing um a lot of people joke about it, and but they're saying it out loud. They're sharing with their friends, but they don't take it like, oh, yes, oh, that's my girl crush, or oh, that's my guy crush, you know? And so people say, yeah, me too. She's hot, you know, or whatever the scenario is. So it's not something that people are not doing. So don't feel like you're in this bubble by yourself. It happens. We are attracted to people. They're human. Mm-hmm. They look great in that outfit. The way that they made you feel as a person can make you attracted to them. The way they build you up or pour it into you so purely as a person can be very attractive and you could be attracted to just that. You don't see any sex with the person, you just see the person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's something to think about, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, again, we want to emphasize that all of these different forms of attraction are completely normal and heterosexual is not like the golden standard of being, right? Absolutely so, not. <laughs> you know, so when we kind of going back to the conversion therapy or that um, sexual orientation is, is a choice, it's usually kind of mixed up in these other discussions about, 
you know, heterosexual being like the golden standard of relationships or, a, and that's just not the case. It's One <laughs> orientation is no better than the other. We need to be supporting people from the LGBTQ, L, excuse me, LGBTQIA plus community. Someone's relationship and who they're attracted to does not impact whatever you're doing. So also. And I, I want to just dip in because I, have a child who was a teenager and mm -hmm. because I hear the conversations that teenagers are having, I just want to put it out there or just for anybody, right? I don't want to be age restricting also, but just mm -hmm. from my personal experience, if it's something that you're interested in, honestly, then you go ahead and you explore that. But please don't explore and ex in the quotation, exploit people who that's who they truly are, just to say that you've done it, just mm -hmm. say that you're a part of what's happening. Because these, because for the people who this is who they are, they take true to that. And they don't want anybody playing around with other people's emotions who they're really serious. You know, people saying, oh, yeah, I like this sex the same as mine. And you're just kind of teasing them and, and doing all that. If you're not sure about something, you need to just weigh your options and look what's happening around you. Don't just dive in because everyone else is diving in. If that's what you're feeling your person, by all means, do it safely, do, you know, and find out what it is. Just don't run out because you see that's the thing that's happening. You feel like that's the thing that's happening right now in the now. Because for other people, this is a life. They've been struggling to be um, open about it and to be accepted. And for someone to come in and kind of poke fun or make it into like just an afternoon special, it's really, really hurtful. So mm -hmm. be mindful of the things that are happening around you and what are you doing to other people and yourself. Yeah, I think that's that's a really great point. Don't exploit other people. Um, if you are interested in exploring romantic or sexual feelings or someone be kind of upfront about this, like, you know, maybe you're, you're new to that experience. Yes, um, yes. And don't try to be someone that you're not. It's like, Absolutely. you know, because that that can be harmful to a lot of different people involved. So mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely. Be mindful of other people's feelings, you know. Mm -hmm. Be upfront. Communication. Be honest with what you're looking for or what you're not sure if you're looking for. Hey, I'm mm -hmm. attracted to you as a person. I would love to get to know you and see if this is something that's just me being attracted to you as a person or something romantic or, or, or a next level. Just be mm -hmm. honest with what's happening. Please don't leave people on in any um, retrospect because it's very hurtful and can be very detrimental to people, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are definitely like different types of spaces where um, exploration is encouraged. There are different types of like sex parties that you could attend or other other even like non-sexual spaces where it's just people kind of meeting up. But, you know, there's an understanding that there are going to be people there who, who want to explore these different things and, you know, embrace the full spectrum of their sexuality. So, no. but as long as you're upfront with with how that's operating and what's what's going on um you know then everyone can kind of be on the same page about what's going to happen and consent to these different experiences for sure absolutely i agree with that it's, <laughs> it's very important yeah you know it, you don't want to lead someone on in any aspect you don't want to lead me on you know people's sexual orientation they take pride in that. That's who they are. You don't want to exploit that or make someone feel less than because you just want to, you know, play around or think it's just something just to dabble with. It's just not. 
So mm -hmm. be mindful of people because it's, yeah. it's not nice. Yeah. And, and I would also kind of, to tie into that, making someone's sexual orientation the punchline of a joke, like mm -hmm. back in the, back in the day where we used to say that everything was so gay yes, and that meant, true. and that had a whole, you know, it was lessening gay people. It was yes. equating that, that with other, you know, really mean things. Thankfully we've, we've phased out of that as a society, but it still gets used in popular media tropes of like stereotypes about gay people and sometimes those really kind of crude jokes still kind of come up and it's it's disheartening and it's it further contributes to the marginalization of vulnerable communities so keep that in mind if you're going to say something be mindful about what you're saying right and tying on to that let's learn right that not just a certain race is that thing <laughs> you know you hear that a lot oh you're this race you're not supposed to like that's not a thing <laughs> mm -hmm. let's uh learn about that also you know but again we're gonna dive deeper into these topics because we could be here for hours going on about this in depth and each category each kind of thing needs its own time to shine and to really be heard but just take what me and laura are saying into consideration that you know these things are long lasting as far as emotional emotions go and you wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that so mm -hmm. you got to give to receive so know what you're giving somebody because you could return it back to you and not in a good way <laughs> definitely definitely and you know i, I know we'll, we'll do other episodes about this but i think you brought up a great point regarding kind of the intersectionality between race and sexuality and how people have the those discussions and needing to again like be mindful about what you're saying thinking about how it impacts other people, how it contributes to marginalization. All that is so important. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Yes, we gotta be, we gotta take it across the whole board. You know, we can't just say mm -hmm. this, it's a whole thing. It, you know, it's age, it becomes, oh, you're too old to be doing, oh, you're too young. You know, it's all these layers of things, like a eight layered cake, if you would. And we just need to cut through it and, you know, get down to our, what we're doing every week with you guys, building mm -hmm. a positive foundation for all things sexual wellness and being. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to add? Do research. Do yeah. write some documentaries, guys. Look at, you know, struggles of people and what they had to go through before you put your opinion up front about anybody's sexual orientation. <laughs> um, and be kind to each other. It, world is not promised to us so be kind while you're here <laughs> honestly yes that's oh that's really beautiful lead with kindness that's like the number one rule i think <laughs> <laughs> kindness and communication casey <laughs> <laughs> i love that i just want to add one more thing um, so as Lulu was saying, you know, with doing your own research, we are going to provide all of the links to the sources that we used in, um, when putting together this episode. We've got a couple of cool articles from Tickle.life that you should definitely check out, but we have other sources as well. So we want to support a, a wide range of different organizations and writers and, and cool things like that. So that's all for this episode of Back to Basics. Thanks once again for joining us. Uh, please hit that follow or subscribe button to get notified when new episodes go live. And if you like what you hear, please consider giving us a review wherever you're listening to help other folks find us. 
And if there's a question that you want us to answer, please send an email to podcast at tickle.life. That's podcast with a T singular at tickle.life. And if you're looking for more Back to Basics content, we have an upcoming workshop on November 4th called Beyond the Basics, Light My Fire. This is going. This was created and is hosted by Angel Russell, aka Professor Sex, and co-hosted by Angelique and John Luna of the Sex Positive Me podcast. Also check out their podcast, it's awesome. In this workshop, you'll understand sexual desire, the things that stoke it, and the things that don't. Check out the show notes for more information. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye.